Intrinsic motivation is making a comeback. Have you ever left work and gotten home feeling dejected, feeling like you're resigned to, you know, it was failure despite all the hard work and effort that you put forth? I know I have. And what is really important is that in the classroom, we do look at the intrinsic piece that that helps people feel like they've accomplished something and they have improved, whether or not they got the grade to show for it, we want them leaving that feeling, that competence, um, which is a powerful intrinsic motivator. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and feeling competent is addictive. When I feel like I've accomplished something, well or not, but I feel like I've gotten it and really worked hard. It's addictive. I want that same feeling again and again, but it needs to be authentic. And feeling competent itself is a reward. The classroom doesn't always have to be um, extrinsic. We can design elements so that the intrinsic comes out. So extrinsic is looking at, you know, the little rewards, the dots, the little prizes, um, stickers, things like that. Whereas the intrinsic is from the inside out. We're really um, feeling proud of ourselves, and that's reward enough. So what are some things that we can do to really help us create that environment and improve competence in the classroom? It's not an absolute thing, right? We can't guarantee that people will be competent. But when we improve upon something, we become more competent, which is also a reward. So we need to look for ways that we can recognize and encourage just based on improvement. I know that at the end of the class, maybe they have to show mastery in something, but along the way, we can encourage the small baby steps that people are taking, um, and that forward movement is what we want to nurture. If someone feels defeated at the beginning, Where are they going to go the next day of your class, the next two days of your class, if they already feel defeated and like, I can't do this, it's too hard. I don't know why they picked me for this because my my I'm not the at the A level like my peer is next to me. We want to make sure that we're looking at how we can nurture the forward movement so that they continue to progress. Even if that means getting, you know, a C plus on the final test, um, at least it's better than failing altogether. Again, we need to be authentic and provide clear feedback all throughout so that they know that they're improving on their performance. My son um, is in fourth grade and oftentimes he gets, you know, little slips home saying uh, inability to focus, talking with others, things like that. But recently he's big adding slips home that say, His focus for the last month has been great. He's greatly improved on XYZ. And I see the smile on this face, just how happy that makes him. And like, yes, he's not perfect still, but he is improving drastically. And that's what we're trying to do in our workshops, in our seminars, is to really take that same approach, but with adults. It doesn't change once we become an adult. It's still the same. We want to move people to the next level, feeling accomplished and competent in a positive way every day. Uh, You know, Martin Luther King Day, Junior Day was recently in. He has a quote that everyone can be great because everyone can serve. And that, you know, really helps me to see the impact and the power of doing things for others in the group. So, 
service can be a way to reach that intrinsic motivation. Um, aside from, you know, the grades and things like that, we can just help others. So for instance, one thing that we do at the Bob Pike group is we do a human lineup and of different abilities. So if you're really savvy with a computer, be down here. And if you're more novice, be down here. And um, maybe it's a specific, you know, software within a platform. If you're like A plus star when it comes to using Outlook over here, novice over here, and then you're going to pair people out. Now, don't pair a novice with the highest person. It's going to frustrate both of them. Instead, go from one end to the middle so that these middle folks are feeling so great that they can help someone else with those baby steps. It's giving them a chance to serve, but also feeling confident that, wow, I'm actually able to help someone, even though I'm not like the huge expert. And then the final thing is try tapping into your participant strengths because that is going to bring a totally new element to the class by having them, you know, look at what they do well. One of the things we talk about um, is competence is propelled by curiosity and interest. Our saying is we can engineer curiosity in the classroom. And that is one thing you can consider doing is how do you create opportunities for your learners to be curious because curiosity moves us through asking questions saying, hey, I want to know the answer. So create and engineer curiosity in the classroom. Those are just a few ways that you can help to create intrinsic motivation in the classroom so that you have learners that are thriving, not just surviving. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth from the Bob Pike Group, and this is another creative training tip that will take you to happier levels in the classroom.